welcome to Dad Pod the Show. I am Chris here with Dom, Justin, and the luscious Brody, bringing you the inaugural episode of you know Dad Pod the Show. How's it going, guys? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? Pretty good, fellas. Um, pretty good. Excited. You know, it's a it's the first show. I'm glad to be here. I'm just happy that we got here with very small amount of technical difficulties, all things considered. Because right? this is the first time we've actually got together to put the, the stream together. So getting everybody's faces in one area and yeah. getting audio and also the growing pains of, of actually streaming live. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> I was a little concerned, but it went all, it went pretty well. I mean, I was, I was five minutes late. So not not unlike I'm, trying to get a group of dads together to do any type of DIY project otherwise. Right. 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 Yeah, right. Typical dad fashion. We did it ourselves and we did not follow the directions that were easily found online. <laughs> right. I did not have beer though, so that was the only downside of it. Yeah, you, get, it's, it, it, you have to have at least one can so you can all sit there and you know, yup. <laughs> Somebody else figures it out. Kind of rest it up against your belly a little bit, and yep. yeah, like an otter. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Good. So you know, we kind of this fun story. Uh, this show kind of grew out of an episode of Diggity, which. Hey. masterminds um with jeff who i've never known ever i do not know who jeff is all i know is he's jeff um that's, <laughs> my name is that's about it sums it up I really I, mean, <laughs> I, only, I never want to talk to him or hear if he see him just jeff forever it's just jeff yeah he's just jeff it's jeff is um, it is it jeff with a j or is it g off it's yeah. jeff it's just jeff oh, with a okay. j uh, right. He actually, yeah, he makes fun of G-offs and say, says they're <laughs> fake Jeffs. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's probably a Facebook group, you know. Yeah, yeah. Jeffs against Jeffs. Yeah. 100%. Jeffs against G-offs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. just like GIFs and GIFs, yeah. 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 I, know the, the, I know the creator of, of GIFs said that it is pronounced GIFs, but it's pronounced GIFs. Because right? it's graphics. Right, I don't care what he it's says. Not, He's wrong about his own creation. <laughs> He's a it's one of those when it goes into the public ether, it becomes public domain. So it, it becomes whatever, whatever we want it to be. Right. It's, it's ours now. It's, That's it's right. Ours. We can do with it what we want. Yeah, look at me. I'm the captain now. It's good. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, if you've just been listening to this rambling of... Uh, <laughs> That's the show. Dadness. <laughs> Welcome. Um, that's pretty much what we're going to be here doing. Yeah. Um, we're going to come on and we're going to talk about being dads and different aspects of being dads. And we're going to try to bring on guests who are different types of uh, dads and just like have a good time talking about, you know, being dads. It's pretty much the most important thing we do now. And yeah. It's yeah. a... It's a full-time job, let me tell you what. My <laughs> kid, whew, man, he's three and just, just on a rampage. It's such a fun age, though. Like, it's insane, but it's also a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Now they're, like, my oldest is just mouthy. He's nine. He's not, he's not as much fun anymore. Now you're just like, you're like a small adult. And you were just <laughs> mouthy as hell. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, my my oldest is uh, rapidly approaching eight, oh, and yeah. he's very opinionated. And yep. <laughs> uh, 
the best one he hit me with so far is a couple months ago. Don't remember what the argument was about because it wasn't that important. <laughs> but it, it was it was something at the time. And he said, you're spewing nonsense right now. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, okay. All right. We're reading a few too many books. Yeah. That's how my six-year-old is, man. He, he throws out some things every once in a while that you're like, where did you hear that? Like, that is not how people talk to each other and it's yeah. not like rude or anything. Well, it's like some like, yeah, it's some crazy like phrase that he says. And you're like, I don't even know how a six year old has ever come across a situation where they have heard this. This is wild. I'm <laughs> impressed. And I'm glad that Montessori worked out for you there for a little bit and you learned some, <laughs> some fancy phrases, but um, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do with that. So, so you guys have all that. I had an argument with a three-year-old about taking a rake in the car. <laughs> I watched, no, I'm really, I, I had to put my hood on because I was, it was really Hannah, um, my wife who was having the, the argument with him and she I mean, hit her getting into it and I'm putting on my hood like, oh man. Okay. I don't, just, he was losing. He just had to have that rake. <laughs> Why do you need a rake in the car? I don't know, but you know, that's where my life is. Justin, your 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 child is is young. I am like the pledge of this fraternity here, right? Like I'm the <laughs> youngest member. You know, my my daughter just turned one last month, so the the journey, you know, they see journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. She hit that one year mark, and man, there's yeah. <laughs> lots of little steps. Oh, yeah. you're, you're like you're like if if we lived in the same town, we would make you go get us coffee. You're like right. the new guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. This guy don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, just wait, buddy. You were just allowed to sleep like three months ago. Uh, see, the rest of the time, they, your eyes have been duct taped uh, open. You know, because yeah. mm -hmm. really, just getting used to the sleep is the only hard part for you right now. Right, because it's regressed <laughs> back. Like she very early on, probably about three or four months. She felt like was sleeping through the night pretty well. And then like right around 10 months and then just recently Teats. too, she has regressed horribly and is just engulfing formula yeah. like mm. by the apple bottles full. And we're like, what, what is this happening? Right. <laughs> just drink nothing through to, the day. And is she cutting teeth and stuff now too? So I remember that through an absolute wrench in sleeping for a while. Hers like, kind of came almost all at the same time. Like it was oh, really? the first one kind of started like on the top and the bottom. And then just all of a sudden, like there's seven just kind of out of wow. nowhere. So she had, so there was like an extended where she was, you know, fevers and not wanting to stay down. So it was kind of all at once, just this extended period. But uh, yeah, so nothing as of late. So like we just had our first dentist appointment the other day and so everything is looking good so far but then they give us this little handy book that's like oh here's what to expect when you know the next teeth are going to come in and it's like okay this is like i know when the next issues are going to be it's yeah it's like almost like you want to know but you don't really want to know it's a this little, this uh, might be some mountains of virginia like appalachia type stuff <laughs> But oh, I'm ready for it. we we got these uh, little brown beads that uh, the healing energy, right? <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, one of our friends uh, gave it to us, and it was supposed to help with teething. And I'm telling you, if as soon as we gave it to those kids, if the drooling at least didn't get a little bit better, 
it, it was it was odd to say the yeah. least but yeah i mean back in the day those beads. beads would have been soaked in whiskey or something <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i think it was pretty common when, yeah. <laughs> still even when we were like babies oh, right. God. the super That's dirty thing got the whiskey on it right uh-huh yeah get the gums a little bit yeah yeah it'll be fine Alcohol kills the germs. See, yeah, <laughs> I, I had the I had the opposite problem. My child was a dream until he could talk and walk and have an opinion. Like he slept all <laughs> through the night. Like we brought him home, he slept through the night, slept through the night, slept through the night, then through the night. Then you know when he hit three and could walk and bang, 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 mommy. Three o'clock in the morning for no reason <laughs> other than he woke up, he's awake. Now everybody's got to be awake and he's got to either be in our bed or he's going to be in his bed. And we all know how that ends because it's oh, yeah. sleep or just put him in the bed. Yep. Yeah. I, my best story from like trying to get him to sleep and all that stuff. Uh, I don't remember how old he was, but it was my youngest and we lived in an older house in town and so it was one of those weird deals where you like walk upstairs and there's our room. And then his room was like through our room, right? Like there's no other way around it. It's just the way those older houses were set up. And so one night I'm sleeping and we kept the door open. And so I could, I have eyesight to his crib. Right. And all of a sudden I hear, bam, I'm like, what was that? And I kind of like half open my eyes and this like, one year old roughly is had climbed out of his crib landed on the ground and sprinted at me dead sprint i'm half asleep this was like the scariest thing i've ever seen in my entire life i didn't know how to react because part of my brain's going that's your son the other part of it's going it's a demon that's usually the stuff that gets me in the movies is the creepy kids like crawling yeah. around on the ground uh that one movie mama right where they're yep. in the woods oh, and they yeah. find the two little kids and they crawl around on the ceiling and yeah. all that whatever oh i hit my mic i'm sorry everybody oh, um right. <laughs> uh but yeah uh my daughter she, she just recently we got a really good haircut on her for the first time where she took a lot of length off but it was you know it was almost down to her you know the lower back and so she was wearing a nightgown one night and her hair was like down over her face and it was like, <laughs> like the full oh the ring God. type of deal. <laughs> I had to swallow my heart. It was out <laughs> of my chest. I, and then I had to apologize because I made threats and karate moves. <laughs> you know, she, she's the one crying. I was terrified. It was bad. But I feel your pain on that. Yeah. Yeah. They're creepy, man. Yeah. Don't like, are they. They don't do it anymore, but they used to when I'd get up and go to work and then they'd go to wake up my wife and they just stand there and stare <laughs> at her. Yes. And she she's a very light sleeper. And so she would like kind of open her eyes and they just be standing there like looking at her like, hey, <laughs> they won't say anything. Just being possessed, you know. Normal kid yeah. shit. Just wanted to watch you breathe for a while. <laughs> not not <laughs> even not even a real greeting, it just frosted flakes. It's like, yeah. oh, well, good morning. How are you? <laughs> yeah. No, okay. No, I'm a yes, I'm sir. a dad that loves horror and horror movies and things, and so it's it's become a it's it's a dad only because my wife will not yeah. partake yeah. in any of that stuff. Oh uh, yeah. You know, it's for the month of October, but 
it just it it took a turn and reached a whole new level with having a baby <laughs> with the introduction of a baby monitor and oh yeah like i'm i'm the light sleeper as well so hearing noises and stuff and yep. like one night because mostly she'll sleep you have to kind of turn her she'll lay kind of on her stomach or you know her face kind of that way well there was one night kind of heard a noise or whatever and turned the monitor on um and she's like hands behind the head just like on her back and like sleeping <laughs> or like you call like the tinge of it where her eyes were open for a half second and it does the the night vision. Yeah. And so that was just like a whole new level of creepy that I was not prepared for. And just she wait. like slept like that for I don't know how long. I was just waiting. I was like I've seen this scene. I just watched it downstairs. Man, That's terrifying. Uh, we had the same thing and you know how for the infrared there's that little red light when the kids find that red light and they start staring at it. So when you do look at the screen, they're just staring back at you with those glowing eyes. <laughs> or yeah. it's really fun when they grab it and they go, daddy. Yeah. They, they get really aware of that. They know what it is. Yeah. I remember when it, ours became pointless, Reese was like, that, is that my room? And I was like, Oh, well that thing's no good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you guys watching me? Uh, so I, I got a monitor story for you. This is a real one. Um, and it's that actually from my son, but it's from my brother who is like 20 years younger than me. So I might've, well, might see, I had practice kid that wasn't mine. Like I could do it. I could fuck him up all I wanted. <laughs> so um, my parents' house, by the way, is haunted um, by one of my dead relatives. And uh, when my brother was born, they had like the nice fancy. That was so um, casual. So yeah. casual. Oh yeah, dude. I talk about this thing all the time. Like it's real, it's a real thing. Like it's, I'll tell the story at some point, but this is, this one's kind of creepy. So they had this monitor, but my parents had my brother at the same time the neighbors did. And the neighbor would pick up and would be able to see in my brother's room. And so she came over and tell, told my parents and my dad was well, like, well, why don't you just change it and not ever go to that channel? And she's like, well, I did, but you know, who is the man standing in the corner? Because nope. there was nope. some dude standing in the corner of my brother's room. House is for sale. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Yep. <laughs> True. Wait, wait, I just dropped the first f bomb of the show. There it is. <laughs> we like ten minutes in. Somebody <laughs> had to pop the cherry. Just get it out of the way. <laughs> they're they're uh. still they're still they don't have that filter yet. You know. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. They they can yeah. they can see it. Uh, I I kind of feel that now after having two kids and seeing them both do spooky shit, I yeah. definitely am a firm believer that the veil is thinner for them and they can see things that we just don't notice anymore or something like that. This hunter definitely. We walked into one of Kara's uh, aunt's house one time, right, and. Uh, like five feet in the door he says something about a, a there's like a gray man in the corner and we were just like what is why nobody asked you <laughs> you know well nobody why said hey, hey can you do a head count real quick can you let us know who's in the room no we were better uh, you ruined the cheese ball okay yeah. i was about One, to have uh, some two. cheese crackers and now i can't even enjoy them because there's a gray man in the corner yeah Great. who's the guy with the big <laughs> mouth and sharp teeth yeah. Oh. oh, great. Well, I guess I'm not getting cocktail, Franks. This party's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could have at least waited until I ate. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. Jeez. Gosh. Oh, go man. 
Right. We see we should have started this last month because we've hit all of the scary shit, right? Yeah. Like kids crawling on ceilings, actual yeah. dead people standing in monitors. <laughs> oh, so and if you're getting into Halloween stuff, especially more with the kid, uh, I'll brag. Halloween at the Hobson Manor. It's something else, man. <laughs> we, know, we, we, go, we go all out for Halloween, and the kids love it. They get super into it. So if you're really into it, uh, you know, I look forward to all your Halloweens because it, it's it's a lot of fun with the kids. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's how I it's how uh, I got Mark Hamill to like a tweet. I dressed up as Darth Vader and made my son uh, dress as Luke just so that Mark Hamill would notice me. <laughs> it, it worked. <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> so he good. liked that tweet. I just I framed it. It's on my wall. <laughs> I would show you that, but I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. My room is just an absolute mess. I threw shit way over there, and I was like, yeah, "Oh, you, hey, this corner looks nice." As long uh, as it's out of frame, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Nobody can see it. But uh, so another big part of the show that we we want to kind of institute is the dad joke of the week, and um, Dominic, what you got? Did you, did, right. you, did you have something or did we? Did, uh, did I, I do. I do. I'm, I'm, you know what? I, I told you I'm, I'm devoting a book. Holy okay? cow. I'm working on it. He's not on the first page of that book, by the way. Uh, He's like halfway yeah. through it. It's a lot uh, of dad jokes. There ramblings and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those, uh, the twenties on the outside, but there's a bunch of ones on the inside. There you go. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. Dad joke of the week. Uh, you know, out of all the inventions of the last hundred years, the dry erase board is the most remarkable. There it is. <laughs> there, there, yeah. Good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And in that moment, we lost every viewer. <laughs> they're not going to be original either. They're not. Hey. I can't. I can't write them all. Okay. There's been I, many dads before me. I can see the live count here, and we gained yeah. two viewers during right. that dad joke. So there, it's I feel like if people are coming in for a dad show to see dads, they want to see the cringiest of the that's, cringe for dad jokes, and that's that's up there. By the end of the series, we're all going to be in khaki shorts with New Balances and comparing Ooh. lawn stripes. So <laughs> there right. may be one episode dedicated to that. We're just on location. Right. Yeah. We have it's no a, idea where the show is going to go. Yeah. Gosh, we'll shoot it live in one of our yards. <laughs> <laughs> Grass stain, new balances and all. Right. Next to a grill that none of us know how to use. <laughs> Except I don't for know, more lighter fluid. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Lighter fluid makes everything better. Makes food cook faster, especially if you coat it in it. Right? That's how that works. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I've got a smoker. Right. Right. That's, that's the way to do it. Yes. Pittsburgh style chart on the outside, rare in the middle. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, this, this is kind of like the format. Mostly it's just going to be us bullshitting, which is, you know, talking about being dads. It's a, a big part of it, but we are going to take uh, us into, you know, kind of segmented pieces and we're going to have, we're going to talk about topics and there was no better uh, title for the very first episode than conception. So that's what we're going to talk about. Today we're going to talk about conception, and uh, <laughs> and everybody in the in the in the, that's watching this just went like, wait, what? When right. when we when we edit this, can we pay whatever licensing fee we need to get to get the clip of like Clark Griswold 
plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> Go away to yeah. the world. I mean, I'll sign a check. Just don't cash it till Friday. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely going to be the thumbnail. Oh, 100%. I will make it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, 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 mm -hmm. so like conception. And when Dominic came up with this, cause I'm not, fuck, I can't take credit for that. I'm not that clever. I'd say dumb <laughs> shit. That's just never good. But um, like the idea of conception and the idea of conception being that, you know, it's kind of like when being a dad uh, really starts. And, you know, when I talk to my wife about it, she's like, we well, you know some dads, they, they have this thing where like, it's not real until the baby's there. You know, others' dads kind of pick up with, like, when the baby's born. And you would never guess, uh, you know, how I was throughout the whole pregnancy part uh, by the way that she uh, – how I reacted to my wife uh, telling me that she was pregnant. And I will tell you, and this is for all of all of you out there who are watching, when your wife says shows you the pregnancy test, do not get her give her a high five. <laughs> that's what I did. That's what I did because it, it didn't process in my brain immediately. So I high fived her, like closed my eyes, and went, "Oh shit, <laughs> that's a thing." Um, but I was like, it, it, after she told me, I became like the vitamin Nazi because oh, she would yeah. never, she would forget it. Like she would, if I didn't like give her, her, uh, you know, everything she needed, you know, and mo I guess I had trained her kind of, you know, here's your thing. <laughs> Cause that's like how I rolled, you know, it game became very, very real, very, very fast. And I'm also like, I have a lot of anxiety anyways. So I worried about everything. So I read about everything, almost all of it exclusively from Google. That's nice. Go. Solid. Yeah. Did it tell and you you have cancer? I mean, <laughs> yeah, she was pregnant. I had cancer, and that's what I was typing in. I didn't know what was happening. Everybody was just. It's not a baby tumor. Hey, I did my online research, and <laughs> so like for you, for you guys, like you know, what was that experience like? Like it's, it was for me. Like I said, it was everything changed in that moment outside of the high five when it all said, like, <laughs> I kind of like, I had to know everything. I need the to brain overload. Right. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, what was y'all's experience? Um, so mine's probably different than everybody else here. I would assume. I don't, I don't know about Dom, but, um, I was 18 when my oldest was born. Um, and yeah, yeah you, can you do definitely the math got thing. me beat. Like, yeah. Um, so I, I, again, 18. Um, and I was, I mean, finishing school, my wife at the time would have been, uh, she would have been se se 17 when he, when he was born, I believe something like that. Um, so I was in my senior year and I graduated early and was working all of the time. Uh, from the moment that I found out, I worked um, uh, constantly, and then as soon as I graduated, I was working two jobs. So uh, hats off to my wife because she did a lot of that by herself or with the assistance of um, some other family members and things like that. Um, but I, I pretty much didn't have a choice other than to work and um, 
So I would go to one job in the morning and go to the other job in the evening. And that's just kind of what it was. Um, and I would leave at like five in the morning, get home at two o'clock in the morning. And then I ended up getting a different job where I could actually make the same or better than what I was making at the two different jobs. Cause they were just minimum wage jobs that I had one of them during high school and the other immediately after. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, I mean, she pretty much had to do a lot by herself for a very long time until I finally got a better job and didn't have to work so much. But even once I got to the, the first, uh, like, I don't even really want to call it a real job, but first like job outside of minimum wage type stuff. Um, I was still working a lot of hours um, and, and kind of did it that way. And so my, my first goal for like the first year or so, and probably a little bit beyond was provide and just went into survival mode and, and worked and worked and worked. And then I eventually got a call to go work at the job I'm still currently in um, and or and I've moved up in the company, but uh, it was a much better paying job and I was able to cut back on some of the overtime and, you know, uh, try that whole dad thing. Um, but yeah, it was it. It's one of those weird situations that I mean, uh, it, it's somewhat unique. I mean, it happens pretty consistently, I guess, but. Uh, yeah, it, it makes it hard to actually be a part of the, the family. And so I, I don't really remember anything other than working for at least the first year of his life. So hats off to my wife yet again. Uh, hats off yeah. to you too, sir. Cause it's Absolutely. just as hard, you know, devoting yourself to something like that and not even be able to take part of it. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, you're, you know, she's incredibly strong for, you know, housework is tough. That's the second half of my story I'll, I'm about to give you. But, uh, you know, to, I guess branch off in, into my story, you know, uh, I, when Kara said she was pregnant with our first son, I was super excited. Didn't necessarily give her a high five. I think you know, a little, <laughs> a little more intimate, maybe no, a hug, kiss on the cheek, immediate. and then a high five. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, like so we can just go crazy now, right? Woo! Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, but it really didn't hit me uh, until I saw him uh, in the delivery room. Uh, at, you know, that, that first little cry was just like, oh, oh, okay. It really clicked. It really became reality. I, I guess I need to see it to believe it. The, all the tummy stuff wasn't enough. Uh, also <laughs> side note with the tummy stuff, uh, when your wife is going, isn't this amazing? Look at the baby kick and the baby kicks and, you know. Maybe the boobs jiggle some. You shouldn't say pow, jiggle, jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed a little bit and got like, it was more like one of those like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why I, 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 I got to throw that in there. I, got, the I, I, definitely, I, I have to be honest and say all the dumb things I did because if you know, if this branches out like we wanted to into, into mom pod, uh, she will call me out. Oh, <laughs> she'll, she, she's going to say all the secrets and she's going to correct what I've said wrong in this show. 
Oh, good, dude. <laughs> Hannah, too. She's, I'm sure somewhere watching this, like taking notes. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to tear his ass apart when I get on here. So you're we're done with this show. At some point, we should just have the wives run a show. And yeah. it's just the actual conception story. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, no, these idiots said all of the wrong things. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I, I did kind of the same thing. The, the, the first two years of his life, I, I was at work. Uh, I was a, a, a chef, a, you know, sous chef in Manio in the Outer Banks. Uh, you know, if, if it wasn't the busy tourist season, then we were busy trying to make ends meet. And that meant hourlies went away and the salary stayed on and worked extra. And, you know, it's closing places down. And, uh, you know, the restaurant business is tough, too. Took a number on me, led down a dark path of alcoholism. So that wasn't easy. The first two years of Hunter's life was basically a, a blur because of work and booze in a bad way but uh you know i'm glad to say december 9th will be six years without a drink and uh i've remembered much more of his life since then (laughs) and uh you know still ended up working a lot in the restaurant business for a while um when reese came around she got real sick and i had to like start reevaluating how much time i devoted to other people and other people's taking care of other people's families and keeping them entertained while my own family was on the back burner all the time. So, uh, you know, uh, the last few years, uh, have been, you know, slowly kind of reevaluating that whole thing. And just recently opportunities rose for us where I got a chance to stay home now, uh, until Reese goes to school, uh, when she starts kindergarten, uh, so uh, I've I've got the dream. I'm living it up. I'm a stay-at-home dad, and nice. it went it went from you know pretty rough, non-existent interaction. You know, mostly you know because of work and some uh, fault of my own. To now, uh, you know, I feel like I get to fulfill a lot. Uh, working on the house and taking you know getting to hang out with the kids and make it up to them and. So it's, it's been, it's been a ride. It's been really tough. You know, uh, Reese got really, really sick when she was first born. Uh, the house we were living in, we found out was contaminated with black mold. Almost took her out. That shit sucked. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a whole big thing, but it was tough. It was, it was really hard. She's that girl. Let me tell you what my daughter. She's been stressing me out ever since she was in the womb. All right. My wife was in a car accident. Some lady pulled out in front of her, hit her. So I was worried then. Uh, in the room, the cord was wrapped around her neck. You know, I actually, with my son, I couldn't cut the cord. Uh, my mother-in-law ended up doing it, I think. And uh, then with my daughter, I was like, all right, I didn't do the first one. I'm definitely not going to be doing this again. So uh, <laughs> I, I, let me just try to do this one. Uh, but then the court ended up wrapping. And the doctor just kind of took over once they saw that. So darn, I didn't get to feel that squishy thing in between scissors. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, she, she's been a handful. And then getting sick, uh, you know, at like three weeks old, something like that, six weeks old. Yeah, it was, I remember she, that. She's she she's been a handful. Uh, you know, it's been it's been a few years of of uh, you know, I don't know if you I'm 35, y'all. Look at that gray. <laughs> yeah. I have no I hair. Yeah. <laughs> at least it's still there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. I think 
of us are going to invest in a little bit of powder for the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like that sheen off. I have never seen Justin without his hat on, so I don't know what he I, has going on up there. But... It's, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not at the point yet where I can own the look that, that you and Chris have, but it's... It's getting there. It's I've been <laughs> I've been owning this look since I was 22 years old. Great. Slowly yeah. goes back. See, yeah, but when you I, do I that, you just gotta grow a beard because it takes yeah. it just it switches. Right. You you right. lose this, you grow this, and it's it evens it, it just evens right out. Yeah, and normally my beard's longer than this, but I decided to have a mustache for a couple days, and uh, it's not a good right. look for me. So that's why the beard is slowly coming back. Right. Well, at least for now, at least in the military, like. The beard thing is not it, but I know, at least in, in the unit I'm in, if I become an officer, especially I hit around, you know, a couple ranks in, like, it's, the bald head is in, so <laughs> if the timing works out right, like, I'll probably be a prime spot to, to, to support <laughs> just, it, so, and fit right it. in. Right, so. and you, then you just gotta grow the mustache real good. That's Right, that's right, it. it's, it's coming back. Right, yeah, yeah, Chris and, and Brody know, like, it was... It, it was, was sweet it was for a nice. while. I let it, uh, I let it go when we did Diggity, and then uh, <laughs> it, it got documented in her and, and my daughter's one year photos for her birthday, and then it kind of disappeared because it was just like it was at the point where like it needed to go. I had some job interviews. I'm like, okay, let me get a little bit more professional <laughs> image, but like no shave November. It's back. It's like okay, start it up again, and then we'll see how long that goes. But yeah, it was my wedding anniversary, and I didn't want to put my wife through that of going out to dinner and me just having this just nasty looking stash. She has her hands down the whole time. Yeah. It's like just one of those ones. It doesn't even have like curlies or look like old fashioned or anything. It's just a straight down mustache. Just it, a mustache. It was just a full blown caterpillar, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> this thing it was, is beauty. it was beautiful. I was sad to was, see that guy. It was luscious. It, it just it was. encapsulated the luscious, luscious. trademark. Uh, I'll post a picture of it on our Twitter. How's that? Please do. Thank you. Thank you. So, Justin. So, yeah. Uh, mine's different. It's a conception of being a dad in the time of COVID. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, that's, you know, that's a big one. It, it, was, uh, it wasn't because of COVID. Right? So, um, I moved out to the Midwest from Virginia back in 2017. Met my wife 2018. Uh, married December... Sorry, proposed in December 2018. We got married uh, the following year. She's so, listening right now. Go ahead and get it right. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you can learn coming up mom, right? Uh, but so she, uh, she's five years older than me. So it turned, uh, when we started talking about kids in general, even when we were starting to date, it was, uh, in my head, it was always two because it was my brother and I growing up and. You know, you just always envision having the playmate and someone to grow up with. Um, and for her, pretty much most of her life, it was like, eh, I'm not really going to have kids ever, probably. Um, and then it turned into a conversation of like, well, maybe with the right person. Again, this was like early dating. And I was just like, okay, challenge. Like, we'll see. Let's, let's see what happens. Um, but there was a timeline issue of like, okay, it has to be before this next year. If we're going to have one, there's a timeline. Um so it was interesting the way we found out it was January of 2020, right? So again, this is really before COVID really kicked off. Uh, it was like the week after my birthday. Um, the way she found out, she works at a pet resort. Um, it's like office manager, receptionist, boards, dogs, daycare, does all that. But there was a, an incident and she had 
a fairly large dog bite that needed medical treatment. And they put her on some stuff, and it was ironically because of that incident that she started taking these medications that was like maybe I should go and check. Um, and so I came home from work. I'm in uniform. I just got home and she had a gift and she had it wrapped up like it was a after birthday gift. And so I get it and read it and find out. And then it was a very emotional, you know, like, uh, cause we had talked about it and we're like, if it's going to happen, you know, we weren't after we uh, got married. Um, it was like, well, we're not trying, but we're not, not trying, you know, like we're just, we'll see what happens. If it happens, cool. Uh, not knowing how long it might take. So I was very emotional in the beginning, but then, um, like Chris, I had, cause I worked at GNC way back when, one of my retail jobs, like, cause I know Chris from our days at GameStop way long ago, yep. but after that I was a GNC manager too. So I, I was the same way. Like I knew like, okay, Hey, we need to do like get these vitamins. Of course, being in the military, we get some of that stuff for free and you get signed up for these classes had like the dad books, but like the educational but funny like the real talk kind of like what we're trying to do with the show like the kind of written to the average dad of like okay here's some things that you really need to know not not just the the bs and stuff like that so i read through some of that um and then i think i hit kind of a the next level for our gender reveal um because my head too i think i don't know how it is with you with you guys um did everybody have that like i hope it's the sun for that first one is that yeah, kind of a, did you I have did. a preference? Yeah, I, probably I personally deep down wanted inside. A, wanted the sun, but. Whether or not you'd I, like openly admit yeah, it, like yeah. there's always. Oh, I'll be the first preference. to say <laughs> Yeah, I, I was, I was probably outspoken more like, as long as it's healthy. But right. in the back of my heart and mind, I was probably like, come on, let, let it be boy, let it be boy. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Because you want to do all the things that you did growing up. I, I weird in that I wanted a, a little girl just because, yeah. you know, um, Hannah and I agree, agreed on that we'd call her Georgia Bronx and, you know, George Harrison and the Bronx and, you know, Yankees and the Beatles. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down with the girl. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> um, and then she told me a, uh, that it was a, they, they called and said it was a, a boy. And I was like, that's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, I was, I was excited, right? Yeah. But it was, I, was gonna I, I definitely no wanted what. to. I yeah, wanted a but, son at some point in my life, and I got two of them. So, <laughs> yeah, all that, all that uh, masculine in me, I mean, it was probably just like, I, I need a son, you know. <laughs> I, need, I need, I need my protege. Right. right. I, I just want more of me into the world. <laughs> Even though God of War wasn't out yet, I, I right. wanted to pull the boy. boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that was me as well, right. right? You have those aspirations, and you kind of reflect on that. And even going through names, we had settled on a boy's name fairly, fairly early on. Um, I won't say, and just in case, you know, that's, you know, in case we go for another one. But um, when we had the gender reveal and we found out it was a girl, that was like the second time of like conceptualizing and the conception of being a dad, because now my entire mindset had to, had to shift felt like my dating life like flashed before my eyes in that instance like was super you know um and then uh going through all that stuff and helping her and and obviously um covid was as 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 much as a pain in the ass as it's been the last two years during a pregnancy with the the schedule that we were working at on base it was absolutely amazing because it would be like i'd be like two weeks on 
and then two weeks off. And that was oh, just part yeah. of the, like, I didn't have yeah. to take leave or anything. So I could, you know, we were kind of home and then especially, um, you know, once she was born and then that was kind of that third level of like where it really hits home and like being a girl dad now. And it was just the most rewarding thing. I'm like, okay, I've always wanted a girl, I guess, like, you know, um, it, it became real, but it was just kind of like, yeah, those three levels of kind of realization and kind of that mind shift focusing. Um, but yeah, so we're the discussions of whether or not our trap baby, we call her, cause she's actually been really good for compared because all of our friends have seemed to be having babies around the same time. We, we jokingly talk about baby fight club because <laughs> it seems to be something in the water here in the Midwest. And especially in, in, in my unit where there's been a lot of babies, um, it kind of comes in waves, right? Yeah. Um, but so there's always the, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that happened to us too. My, uh, Bodhi is a, um, uh, is a month older than my niece. And by the way, because I know she's going to watch this, um, Bodhi is 100% named after point break. I don't, just... <laughs> <laughs> and nothing that Hannah says that's it's point break. Patrick Swayze. Um, <laughs> yeah. I lost my train of thought. I, I wanted to fuck with her and now I'm done. <laughs> That's what you get, right? Like, you know, try, I'm trying to be a smart guy. Um, but yeah, no, we had like a, a slew of, of babies that happened. Like uh, my son was born and then my niece was born a month later. And then a month later, one of my friends had a son. And then two months later, another one of my friends, you know, had a kid. And it's just, it's like baby palooza and everybody else is like, we're going to go have more. And me and Hannah are like, nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, Bodie's good. He's done. Because <laughs> Hannah, like our our situation was relatively similar, um, Justin, and that like Hannah wasn't sure. She didn't know she wanted to have kid, like all that good stuff. And, you know, then it was her and I, and you know, we had Bodie, and then he was perfect. He did all these things, and we're like, "There's no way anybody's ever going to live up to this." Like he was, he did so many things right, and then he he became a jerk, and then we were like, "Now we extra don't want to do this again." And it's like, you know, and that is not that he's a jerk. He's three. They're all jerks. <laughs> just the degree that varies. Right. right? They, I, they don't have that filter. They just, they just yell at you. I got a uh, Kara, oh, a book for, I think Mother's Day a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, I think it was called something like Toddlers or Assholes is the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like drawn like a children's book and everything. It was really funny. So to also tie, oops, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, we 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 taught when we first started dating and everything. You know, we talking about kids. We wanted to have three because Kara's family. It was two older brothers than her, and uh, then when we had Hunter, we were like, all right, maybe one more, so he has somebody to play with, but definitely not three anymore. So luckily, one boy, one girl. I'm through. <laughs> yeah. I uh, haven't scheduled the, uh, but it's got to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for that route too, just because, yeah. you know, one, one and done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we should look at the Groupon. Maybe we can go together. I think we could. <laughs> I mean, we can, maybe yeah. it is on there. Um, yeah. I haven't used Groupon in a while, but, you know, vasectomies yeah. seem pretty popular. Right. We might have the tandem chair where we face each other opposite. <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i've actually had that done and it's it's not fun uh, most people were like oh yeah i bounced back like four days no it was three weeks 
I was in rough shape for about three weeks. And the first week of it, I barely wanted to walk. And um, See, this babe? is probably too much information, but eh, here we are. <laughs> uh, went in to have like the, the follow-up done and like, hey, you know, you're you're good. Or, you know, they, they do their test. I'm trying to not be too descriptive here. Um, <clears throat> come to find out, not maybe not good. So they're like, yeah, wait a couple months and come back in and do another test. And it's like, I swear to God, if you have to go back in there again, yeah, somebody yeah. is getting punched in the throat. I don't know. I don't care who somebody is, though. Probably the doctor. <laughs> I'm just, it was awful. It was how, how, for me, it was awful, but also worth it. I mean, uh, but good God, it's it's not a fun experience. Oof. That sounds terrible. And yeah. I, you know, I talked a big, big game and now I'm just like, you know what, maybe. Well, and I don't want to scare you guys off of it. Cause like I said, mine was, um, not the norm, right? Like most mm-hmm. people are able to go in and, and a week later they're good to go at, at the most. And even then it's not, uh, it, it's a, a very strong discomfort. It's not yeah. excruciating, but it's, um, it's not great. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what happened, but, uh, I have the to... moms are just going to rip into us and just talk about, <laughs> yeah, I know just, they're going to be, they're going to be like, Oh, you remember my episiotomy? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not discounting that by any means. I can't compare it to anything else, but I know with, with what I have going on, not fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember uh, being a kid and, uh, I remember when my dad, when my mom finally talked to him into getting it, this was, I forget the age, but it, it, it's enough ingrained in my memory that I just remember him being laid out for an uncertain period of time and just being like <laughs> the most miserable I'd ever seen him. And I was just like, holy well, crap, I never want to do that. And now we're at the point where we're like, well, so she just had her uh, open benefits enrollment for her work. And it was kind of like, do we check that short-term disability box for another year? Like just in case. Yeah. So it's like, well, we did it. So like, we'll, we'll see. Like it's still, it's still in negotiations. Cause depending on, on the day we ask each other, like, do we want another one? Yeah. yeah. Going with our, with our daughter. <laughs> you have to let me know soon. No. <laughs> yeah. but, but I know once that final have... decision is made, like yeah. my appointment yeah. is getting made also. So I know it's yeah. coming. The, uh, <laughs> there's three years between my boys. And so when my youngest was three years old or a little, little before he was three, we started having that conversation. Like, Hey, if we're going to do this again, we need to figure it out soon. That way there's not too big of a gap between them. And we ultimately just kind of said no. And then it was, we, but we didn't want to do anything permanent, right? Like, and for all intents and purposes, it's, it's pretty much permanent. Right. And that's what they, typically snip, will tell snap, you. snip snap right um so yeah it, we did exactly that had that conversation decided no and then we waited like another two years before i got the okay and then it took me a year to build up the courage to actually go yeah. and, and schedule That's, an appointment i'm yeah. close to the courage now i think yeah <laughs> it takes a little bit yeah yeah I'm, I'm, yeah I'm i'm working my way up there and you know my wife will cheat see i'm gonna get it the worst because my wife she didn't use any painkillers no meds oh, yeah. nothing Ooh. because we showed up at the hospital and they were like you're eight centimeters dilated and she was like oh shit and it was go time <laughs> so like nothing she <laughs> championed that thing out man 
and championed, I think, my son out. And, you know, know, she's going through that and I'm, you know, cracking jokes because her mother, who is just the absolute, she was the absolute best. um, She was convinced that Bodhi was going to be a ginger. And if you've ever seen my son, he is just the blondest little boy in the world. And so like, she's trying to, you know, birth my son and I'm, He's, he's coming and his head's coming out. And I lean over to her mom and say, hey, he's not a ginger. And just right back to it. And that's like the big story from that is we told he wasn't a ginger. <laughs> uh, all the, see, that's, that's going to be one of the good things about doing this show, especially with four of us with like very different backgrounds. Cause I'm sure we're going to talk about our dads. That's going to be, that'll definitely yeah. be an episode. Just we're going to talk about growing up and, you know, uh, our, our lives growing up with our dads, you know, different experiences, having kids at different ages, having di- kids in general, like the experience is different. So it's nice. It's, it's really nice to have some of that dichotomy in here as opposed to all of us come in here and have given our wives high fives. That was just me. I'm unique in that. You gave her a low five, and then you gave her a high five. It was a full circle. (laughs) It it all worked out, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see when Mom Pod comes out. So, I'm not listening to it right away. No, I'm going to have to like work up the courage. (laughs) Right. I'll listen to it while I go for my vasectomy. That's what'll happen. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that little reminder in the back of your head. <laughs> I'll work on material there because, you know, she's going to come with jokes. Like she'll have, like I said, she's probably downstairs taking notes, writing jokes. I'm sure I, I'm, I'm surprised I can't hear her like banging on the floor with a broom. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because we have those vaulted, like tall ceilings. You probably can't reach. <laughs> I remark across the room, just. <laughs> I know I was Damn, waiting man. for for one of the the wives to hop in the chat and just start talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> These fuckers are so full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did your vasectomy hurt? <laughs> it, <did. laughs> it was it was awful. Well, did you squeeze a bowling ball out of a tube, a small one like a hose or whatever they fucking use? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's way worse. I saw it happen. Oh, yeah. I watched it. No, there's no comparison. Like, I will gladly go sit in a chair and get the snip. Um, yeah. But I ain't oh, absolutely. I, I ain't Michael it's Scott happening. in it. Once it's done, it's done. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> no snip. Snip, snap. I might, yeah. I might save a batch and see if they'll freeze it next to Walt Disney, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. At least that experience, that experience in and of itself makes it worth it. I hear that's the happiest place on earth, actually. <laughs> it, it, it is indeed. Where are they keeping him these days? <sighs> Local sperm banks in Anaheim? I don't know. <laughs> Seems but, like a logical place, I guess. Right? It's just a whole frozen wall of semen in Walt Disney. Being handled <laughs> by top men. Walt's just here. Don't just ignore him. He's been here for years. He's just, he's, he's part of the accoutrement of the uh, environment. And then some gray man in the corner. And the cold never bothered him anyway. Yeah, the cold, right? That's so much good content that is is just just, (sighs) bubbling for future episodes. (laughs) 
Yep. And on this episode, we're going to talk about Walt Disney frozen at the sperm bank. <laughs> um, so that seems like a pretty good good segue uh, out. <laughs> you know this uh, this is this has been great. Yeah, it's, it's been, been great. Blast. Yeah, it was really good. Yep. So you know, um, you know, we're going to do this what every two weeks. Yes. I believe we'll so. every every two weeks we'll plan in between you guys uh, tune in, tell your friends um, if they want to hear really, really bad jokes and, you know, stories about children who either play with fecal matter or curse at you. And both of those are my son. <laughs> <laughs> I've if, our dads, if our dads or dadettes out there have any suggestions for what they would like to hear on the show. Right. Like, this is a show yeah. for the masses we want to deliver. So. Yeah, and absolutely. Just because it's called Dad Pod doesn't mean it's only for dads. I mean, parents. Even if you're you want to be a parent one one day, I mean, absolutely, we love to have anybody and everybody who can put up with our bullshit. Uh, absolutely, we welcome it. Dad, dad can be just as wide a term as mom. Right, right. There's many roles. It comes in many shapes and sizes and varieties, and we love you all. Exactly. We're just four stories of many. Mm-hmm. Unless you're an asshole, then we don't like you. No, just don't be an asshole. That's, that should be like that should be don't the be bare minimum for everybody. <laughs> don't be mean to your kids. Don't be mean to your kids. Just be be a dad. Right. That's the way to do it. I feel like that. That's that's the that should have been where we closed out on. But you know, <laughs> so thank. That's the first episode. We're gonna figure this out eventually. Yeah, we'll, we'll it'll, it'll smooth itself out. <laughs> so, thanks for coming in. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>